Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Bikini and the Brain. This one should be called Bikinis and the Brain. If you notice, we have an intruder in the middle here. Who is this intruder? This is, uh, <laughs> you want to introduce yourself? Well, sure. Uh, so my name is Elizabeth Wang. Um, I come from the Faroe Islands and not sure if everyone has heard about the Faroe Islands before. Uh, it's some tiny islands right in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Um, we're only 55,000 people. So we're not many doing the bodybuilding lifestyle. So yeah, I turned pro in 2021. Um, and I've been working with you since October. So yes. Yeah. And then also here, the other bikini is just Ashley from Ohio. Just <laughs> Ashley <laughs> from a, a place, <laughs> this exotic place called Akron, Ohio. <laughs> you have heard of such a place um i traveled a long way from <laughs> akron ohio to las vegas but i will always be an ohio girl at heart midwest yeah. for life you guys probably have similar numbers of like fifty thousand. i don't right? think so man you uh, you think akron ohio is like <laughs> isn't it it's not you small? always think it's like in the middle of nowhere it's like the, i think the fourth biggest city in ohio oh really yeah That's it's so pretty funny. big it's i mean i'm not saying it's vegas big but it's it's not like I you just, think it is. When you're from L.A., all you do is you think there's like three cities. You think there's like L.A., New York, and like Houston. And everywhere you're else like, is like a like, farmland. You're like, yeah. What I What's funny, when I moved from L.A. to Denver, my friends are like, what are you going to do? Are you going to like get a horse? Like you're going to start like mountaineering? Like I don't even know. Like, I'm, like, I don't, you know what? I'm like, no, dude, it's like a major city. They're like, so, so I think... I think that way too. I do kind of think Akron is I like know. You don't even say that. I noticed you do that about Ohio too. Like any place that like a girl's from like a small town or just like in the country, you'll automatically label it. She's from Ohio thinking that it's like a correlation. It's like, I know it's not like Vegas. It's not like LA, but it's not. I mean, we have farms and stuff. We have Amish people, not in Akron, but in Ohio, but it, it, yeah. there's a mix, you know, there's farms, there's cities. I mean, Cleveland, Ohio, I hope you've heard of that yeah. place, right? That's yeah. a pretty big city. So, you know. That's pretty fun. But I'm still like, exotic. I'm like, oh, you're from Ohio? You probably know my friend Ashley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys might be related, you know? <laughs> so, okay. So, Elizabeth, you are, so her name is spelled Elizabeth, but you can call her Elizabeth. Yes. But there's no H at the end of it, so that's different. True. You speak yeah. your own language from what I've heard in the Faroe Islands. There's like a very limited amount of people that speak this. True. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we're only, yeah, as I said, 55,000 people the, that speak the Faroese language. Oh, wow, that's Ooh. cool. So, I never heard of yeah. this, Faroese. Faroese? Faroese, yeah. Faroese. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Okay, so um, cool. So let's give our guys a little bit of history of Elizabeth and the purpose of, of her being on the podcast today, too. Okay, so we know we talked about the prep house all-in thing, and then we had the catastrophe at the house. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know, I have to remodel the house now, so, but we still want to go through with it. We have the house empty for a little while, so let's have Elizabeth come down. She's there with Tina, Tutu Tina, if you guys know. That's Ashley's client. Um, she's there. They're staying there for two months uh, to grow as much as they can within the two months. So it's almost like this growing experiment that we're doing where she's working out twice a day. She's doing these really hard lifts. It's a... It's a fun experiment. We're seeing how much her body can handle, of course. I mean, I don't expect her to not go through some pains and, <laughs> and whatnot over <laughs> those next two months. But uh, so we're going to talk about, you know, going through it and kind of like, you know, what, what we're trying to accomplish and her being here, of course. Um, but yeah, she is a bikini pro. You got your bikini pro card where? 
Uh, in Norway, actually. Oh. Um, so I have been competing since 2016, actually. Um, and just going for the pro card, of course, for several years. Uh, and then in 2021, like, competitions... Like, we don't have that many competitions in, like, Scandinavia, um, especially MPC. So now it starts to grow and 2021 um they had one in norway and in finland as well um that i did and uh yeah in norway 2021 like september uh i earned my pro court so it was not it was not a huge show like because it's like not that big in scandinavia the shows yet but uh but it was a really good show um and I'm sure that so, yeah. the uh, COVID was uh, affecting show numbers overseas a little bit too at that time. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. Hmm. So, um, so now you know we've been working together for a little while. We said, hey, you got to grow a little bit to be competitive in the American market, and um, that's what she's doing. She's out here growing, and she plans on coming back out after she goes through this and, and competing in the American market sometime later on this year. And uh, yeah, that's basically the plans so far. So. As far as you, um, how are you liking Vegas, by the way? So, you know, just because you came from, you know, a smaller town. It was funny because when she was coming over, I was like, I don't know if she's like a island girl or if she's like <laughs> a farm girl. I don't know if she's like, there's, she's kind of from a city. Is she a city? Like, I have no idea what type of like what to expect. <laughs> you know, whenever she yeah. said she was from an island, I think I automatically assumed. And I think most people like think it's like some tropical place. I'm oh, like, oh, yeah. yeah. And it's like, no, it's like cold, <laughs> I guess. So, yeah, it's I didn't. very cold. Yeah. <laughs> like you right know. now it's, uh, yeah, so we use Celsius degrees. So I'm not sure what it is like in Fahrenheit, but it's snow and it's uh, storm like very very cold uh so this is actually like the weather here is a good summer for me actually <laughs> it's really. not even like the right best now. right now it's <laughs> this is disappointing weather for vegas i must say she really? likes the heat when it gets hot she likes heat. it oh yeah because i'd be up at like you know 3 a.m or whatever walking to the gym it's nice and cool when, when it's uh that early but yeah I like yeah the heat. I, I'm um I don't know what the Celsius is, but it gets to about 115 here ish. I've seen uh, 119. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've seen I see 119 a few times. Yeah, there's a I... there's a period of like what is it? What is it? Arthur July August July time July where it's like it, it's over 100 for like three weeks straight ish. Yeah, 100 degrees. Oh, so wow. it gets pretty hot. But you you know what's weird is it's so dry here and you get you get used to it too. It's not like like Den when I was in Denver. Even though it's dry in Denver, it was like 90, 90 there, 95 there was like the same as like 105 here. So, yeah. And mm. it, when it gets cold here and it's colder in other, like in, if you go to California, Southern California, um, and it's, let's say, 55 degrees there, it's colder there at 55 degrees than it is here, like at 45 degrees, 40 degrees, just because of the humidity, the, 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 the moisture in the air. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That but, was actually quite interesting, too, because I felt like the first week, my nose was just stuffed like because it was so dry and my lips were like how do you call it when they get so Chats. dry yeah. yeah yeah because the hum like it rains almost every day i want to say back home and uh, like the humidity is probably it dries you out yeah 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 it's probably so. just it's probably just our pollution closet you know <laughs> we're definitely like <laughs> we're like not quite china but we're like halfway <laughs> we're like pretty bad out here there's so much people like in such a small area so how was your first impression anyway going to vegas and seeing this trip? remember she flew in and i was like let's go to the vegas trip and she was like no i've been trying to get her to go out and do like vegas stuff but she did go country line dancing i will i did yeah i did but what was your first impressions of vegas coming from like the small the small island uh 
what should I say? Like, I have been traveling a lot, like, during the years. Like, I have been backpacking. I have been to Japan and, okay. like, all the way to Thailand and stuff. So, so I have seen big places before, like Tokyo. Um, so, I would say if I hadn't, it would probably be overwhelming. Yeah, this is like, a lot like Tokyo, This I would say. Yeah, kind of, except, yeah. like, Tokyo is... We're Sorry, walking. but it's very clean, yeah. like in, in Tokyo, <laughs> I think, compared to here. Um, but yeah, like flying over, like when I came here New Year's Eve, right? So like flying over Las Vegas, it was kind of like this overwhelming feeling like, whoa, this is this is quite big. Um, so I think my first expression is, is good. I think people are really nice and it's, yeah, it's nice to finally be here. Yeah, yeah. I bet you it's a... a big difference in like the culture and motivation because uh, me and Adam both say like Las Vegas is the new like Venice Beach whereas like I feel like California and, and LA was like such a big hot spot for bodybuilding community and now you see Vegas here has so many like bodybuilding gyms there's so many Olympians that live in Vegas and so many like bodybuilding focused you know um gyms and there's a lot of shows that go on here in Vegas so how is the motivation uh here in comparison to the Faroe Islands yeah definitely I will say <clears throat> it's uh well I haven't even like given it a thought about like motivation just because it's just there I guess I'm not sure if it's because like coming out here and working closer to you guys and like gives a motivational boost but definitely seeing all the people that are like now, for example, living with Tina and she does the exact same thing. Like we weigh our food and like we just get each other. Um, it's very um, different compared to back home. Like we do, I would say we're maybe five people in the whole country right now, like competing. Oh, really? Um, Are you the only pro? I'm the only pro Ooh, living there. Yeah, so cool. it's really cool. But as you say, <laughs> it can be difficult to to keep up. Like, it's quite like People probably don't understand, like, why is she bringing Ziploc bags of food with her? Like, what? <laughs> why? And people probably be like, you're too skinny. Oh, my gosh. Like, what's, what are you doing this for? Yeah, you like, know? definitely at the first, like, to begin with. I think now because we're such a small country, I don't see, like, super many people. So I, like, the people that I go around with are the same. So now after a few years, they they know that I bring my, you know, my lunch boxes and, okay. and everything. So, and they, they support me, like, big time. Like, so, um, so that's really nice. Um, but it's... Yeah, it it is different. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Like even getting your hands on like proteins and and other things like that is. Do you think it's difficult? Like <laughs> with protein powder and like pre workouts. Like, what is this foreign substance? What is this? Like, since you don't, I, I'm assuming you don't have as many uh, like nutrition stores, if any. I don't know. Yeah, we don't. No nutrition we, stores. No GNCs. <laughs> <laughs> we do have them inside of gyms. Like, okay. Like I work at a gym back home. Okay. And uh, we do have like. Um, not not as many brands as here. Like we do have optimal nutrition and stuff, um, but here we have been to this like supplement store, and it's like it's like getting into like a candy shop as a kid. <laughs> it's just like whoa, like yeah, nothing compared to back home. So yeah, 
So it was really cool. Is like, as far as like, if you order something offline, is it easy to get delivered to you? Like if you wanted to order protein or whatever off of a website, do you, I mean, how does the delivery work there? Uh, it is easy, but it's usually it quite expensive. Oh, yeah. it, takes it takes a long time and it's expensive because of, I'm not sure what it's called, but like if it's, if it's over a specific amount of uh, payment, uh -huh. you have to like pay to get it out. Okay. Uh, so it gets easily quite expensive to get supplements and stuff. Okay. It's not like us yeah. over here. We're like, I'm like, if, if I order something on Amazon, I'm like, seriously, I have to wait till tomorrow? Like, <laughs> what, what are we doing here? Like living in a third world? <laughs> like, yeah, you can go into gas oh, wow. stations and get like pre-workouts and you can get protein bars at gas stations are everywhere, you know? Yeah, it's, it's actually that happened because I got the new puppy and I she was chewing on everything and I was like, oh, I'll order her a chew toy. And then I was telling Kimber, I was like, oh, it won't, it won't be here till tomorrow. Because <laughs> like, I ordered it too late. I'm like, oh, it's so inconvenient. <laughs> well, we can easily wait up to a month, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, until we have our stuff. If something takes longer than a week at this point, I'm like, I'm like, I don't even remember ordering this. <laughs> like, I'm, like, do you, I'm like, did I order, did you order this or something? It was so funny. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I ordered that a long time ago. It must've been just like sleepy or something. <laughs> <laughs> so okay so obviously you had that um you're but but eating everything over there healthy wise food wise is pretty simple right it's just usually pretty pretty regular stuff just regular but it, it's all as far as your food goes it's no hormones uh everything's organic type of scenario like a lot healthier food i found that in other countries that they have a lot better selection of quality in their food than we do we have to go to like a specialty store it's real expensive and over there it's just kind of the norm is that the same scenario I would say I think so. Yeah, uh, everything is pretty fresh, especially like the fish. Um, I had this fish, uh, like seafood sponsor, um, which was really nice because yeah, we are islands and our main industry is fishing, so we have a lot of uh, fishermen and stuff. So the food, especially the, the seafood, is super fresh. Um, <laughs> Ashley would hate that. Ashley, hates I don't know. oh yeah. <laughs> 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 so you have a you have a, a you have a fish sponsor that's yeah. so funny we have like the polarities here we have like someone who's like anti-fish and then a fish sponsored athlete you're the only fish sponsored athlete i've ever met really <laughs> yeah that's what i think i want to get a sushi sponsorship that'd be dope <laughs> uh, so anyway going into okay so you're out here you're you flew in um two two tina came a week later and then um you guys have been been working out and basically uh it's kind of like you guys are getting along quite well and just checking out different gyms and getting in, into the culture and whatnot for the most part what's your experience been like with that so far with the obviously you, it's kind of a cool scenario you have like basically a live-in workout partner for a couple months where you guys can push and eat and have fun and kind of learn vegas so how's that going for you so far yeah I, uh, perfectly um it it's like a dream come true i would say it's weird how good we actually get along like it's like we're the same mind just in two different people. Yeah. It's really nice, yeah. And, you know, we just expect each other's routines with the food and everything. And then we hit the gym, yeah, twice a day, uh, which has been really nice. The early, like we do the do a morning workout, uh, get the body going. Like we're both kind of in our zones, but we're there together and pushing each other if we need it. Uh, and then we get back home Um Yesterday I took a nap like in between the workouts because it's, you know, it's a lot of work. So everything that we do uh, is like planned around our workouts. Um, but it's cool. It's like a bodybuilder dream. 
-hmm. and then later on we hit the gym again and if it's like hard because you already have been working out we have each other to like push each other and we just get each other it's it's been super nice oh that's good it's like such a great opportunity you know i think it's like a lot of people don't realize how much of a kind of like a maybe a risk it is to leave your home life right you were working at a gym and you're taking this as like hey i'm taking this once in a lifetime opportunity which is like the title of the podcast i believe (laughs) um but you know you're taking this and you're like i'm going to make the most of it so i you know it's it's a bold thing to do um but it's kind of cool to see you like giving it a go you know yeah it's it's got to be a little I guess weird for you, I would assume, because you're, you know, you're used to doing your own routine on a day to day for years in your home. Um, and now it's like you're in a completely different country doing like two day workouts. Everything's different. A little bit of a culture shock, maybe I'm assuming. Um, but it's it's cool that you went for it. You just it's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. yeah. I'm all about like opportunities, mm-hmm. like as you like say do all the crazy stuff oh do all the crazy things (laughs) yes that's one of my sayings do all the crazy yeah and i'm all about that too like Uh it's a huge investment like i had to quit my job and stuff um so i feel like it is a huge investment but you know i like it when it's like high risk high reward Mm -hmm. um and you know i can always go back home if yeah yeah it's not gonna you're young it's not gonna be a time where you say i wish i didn't do that you know you're not gonna like walk away and be like man i wish i wouldn't have like spent two months in vegas making new friends traveling (laughs) to gyms working out all the time and like seeing what that real in-depth prep life is like really like because you're living like basically you do this like a professional athlete for a living right now you know which is really cool you know housing is taken care of everything's just like it's just you're just living and doing the bodybuilder dream which i think is i wish i would have had that when i was younger to have that that would have been really cool to to focus on and you see you see a lot of these you know bodies they kind of live that type of lifestyle they they go to places a lot of them are coming to las vegas now too i don't know have you had a chance to go to any of these other gyms like fit club or dragons yet no we've only been to the to the lvac yet okay uh, that was a cool gym but we have uh we have it planned to go like uh all the cool places too yeah like all the other cool places yeah well let's uh let's plan it maybe friday or something we'll all go to lvac or something or um, fit club or something That'd i like be fit club yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Oh, I love that. Now that you're not, because you got sick. So she was here. She got sick, and so we haven't done much because <laughs> she got really sick for like the first week she was here. She yeah. was supposed to, actually supposed to do the podcast last week, but was sick, and we're not sure if it was just food poisoning or getting used to the food being different or what. But yeah, she's better. She's good now. So uh, anyway, along with that, now going into the kind of the meat and potatoes of everything. Um, so this is what we're trying to accomplish. We're trying to grow as much as we can within the next two months. So she is in a caloric surplus. You know, we talk about this often and growing is something that I think people underestimate how many calories they should have. Now, Elizabeth is going to be a bad example of, of what I'm talking about, but to grow optimally in terms of um, in terms of muscle growth, you know, you don't need to overshoot your calories like crazy. Everyone thinks you need to overshoot like crazy. You know, you need to find what your maintenance is and overshoot those by like 100, maybe 200 to really optimize your muscle gaining because you're not going to grow at the rate of like one pound of muscle a week. So um, in a scenario that she is, we're really, really shooting for it. So she's a, she's a few hundred above her calories because of the workload that she's doing on top of that. Her calories just happen to be really high, but we would be the same result. Like if, if it was Ashley doing this, we'd be probably in the 2300 range. It wouldn't be anything crazy, you know, like in right now, Ashley's kind of at maintenance calories, maybe very pretty much maintenance calories around 2000. 
So that's probably where she would be. And so, Elizabeth, you are at, where are you at now calorically? So I'm at 4,200. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's a lot of food. Yeah, it's crazy. And and I, people are going to be like, oh, no, she's not. Like, I've been doing her nutrition for months. Like, it's, it is there. It is what it is. Um, I don't know how she ends up that way. I don't know why some people end up that way and some don't. But it's just the, the good thing is, and I will say as a coach, never have any, never have any, um, preconceived like notions of where calories should be. Just let the body tell you where they should be and let them, let the body just organically tell you what to do as the check-ins go. And as the check-ins started coming in and coming in, like there was a point where she lost a lot of weight at first. And then we were like, raise the calories, raise the calories, raise the calories. And then now we're here and we kind of figured out where her base is. And now we're looking at it based on her workload. And, um, so her calories are a little bit higher. Um, I would not recommend 99% of people to go to that 4,000 plus calorie marker as a 125 pound girl. It just doesn't, doesn't, (laughs) it's not a normal thing. Um, but in her scenario, that's what she needs to be to grow. And so now we're going into these two a day workouts. So, um, we can kind of go into these two a day workouts and kind of explain on how you're feeling with that and how it's all going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going great. Um, so the first workout in the morning is kind of like to prep the muscles for the heavier load later uh, during the day. Uh, it's not to say that it's an easy workout. It's um, it's higher repetitions, uh, getting like a pump, um, yeah, and stimulate the muscles. Uh, and then we rest for at least four hours, um, like to get the body ready again. And then we go through the same muscle groups later during the day, but just heavier uh, and more brutal if i can say it yeah. that way yeah so oftentimes it's like uh the same exercises but like different rep ranges and different goal so yeah and it's been it's been working really good actually i really like like it's weird when you come back uh, four hours later and like i notice it really in the leg extension like when i have the leg extension in the morning um and you get this metabolic build up uh, and get it like to rest and then go again later on heavier it just feels ready it's a it's a really cool feeling like you have to experience it i think to 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 feel it they just feel prepped and ready like the muscles so so it's been really nice it's um it's been kind of tough like some days like as i said yesterday i had to take a nap in between the workouts because when I got home you know I've been through a workout and I was tired and then I took a nap for like an hour um but then when you hit the gym again it's it's totally fine so yeah so um now along with that so we'll go into kind of like what um what that's doing so the the goal of this is to kind of get the nervous system primed and get the 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 motor units, the muscle, and the muscle, just basically everything really, really active. So you can try to get the most neural neuroactivity out of that muscle that you possibly can by priming it in the morning. So you're kind of like waking it up, stimulating it. And in that four hour window, it seems to be kind of that like optimal time to go after it again. So you're going back in the gym when everything's like ready. And I guess it's kind of like giving the muscle caffeine, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the muscle is like stimulated <laughs> and really responsive to working out. And then you hit it with, uh, hit it with a heavy load and then with the heavy load and the muscle firing and its optimal firing abilities, right? So it's called um, potentiation. So this thing called post-activation potentiation, which is basically you activate the muscle. After it's been activated, it's going to be a, re- a higher level of potential of 
uh, recruiting as much muscle fiber as possible. So then we're hammering it with heavier weights and uh, we're trying to see what, what that does, we're trying to see how much we can get out of her. Now, the thing is we're really, really reaching when we do this. You're, you're really going after it. So I would never recommend this in a caloric deficit for a long period of time. Maybe if you're, if you're stuck in a plateau or um, you know, you're trying to get ready for a show and you're like six weeks out and nothing's moving, just do that for like a week, but you're going to really go after your, your nervous system. It's going to, it's not going to recover the same rate as your muscular system. So the muscular system will probably be fine. The nervous system though, we have to keep an eye on that. Her feeling tired, her losing strength in the gym, her not sleeping so much and being like her being really tired, but not able to sleep. Like there's all these things that are, we have to be aware of when you go into something this extreme and you're not going to do it for a very long period of time. So in this example, She's living the bodybuilding life for two months, basically eating, sleeping, resting, working out. That's basically the life. So we can try to get away with it for two months before needing like a break. But even then we might need to take four days off at a time here and there, just depending on how her body is responding. And so far, so good. And Ashley kind of went through a, a modified version of this not too, not too long ago with the mm-hmm. shoulders. We're yeah. going after the shoulders uh, pretty much daily for a while. Mm-hmm. What was Lots your yeah? What was your experience with all that? It's a lot of time in the gym, <laughs> two-hour <laughs> workouts. <laughs> um, but it's you know it's it's nice to switch it up. I think you know obviously it's not something I want to do for too long because because of the reasons you mentioned, but also because you do get a little bored with it sometimes. So it is nice, you know, you're training one certain way for a long time, and then it's it's kind of refreshing to to switch it up, right? You know, increase reps, lighten the weight, go go longer, go harder. So, you know, in little spurts, I think that's great because not only does your body benefit from it, but your mind as well, because we can get very much in our ways sometimes. If we, if we're not careful, we can fall into the trap of like doing the same workouts over and over and just going through the motions at that point, right? You're just in the gym, kind of like when you're driving home, right? You don't really think, oh, I got to make a right turn here, a left turn there. You just do it, right? So that can happen in the gym too. If you don't like switch it up, you can just go through the reps without um, necessarily paying attention to the intensity and increasing your, you know, strength and everything like that. So what, what else have you had experience wise with this? Um, Elizabeth, how's the soreness been? How's the recovery felt? Like, where are you at with it all? Because we're, how many weeks, this kind of sucks because we're ours. So the whole thing is we're trying to collect data, right? So um, we tested her metabolism before we have measurements and weight starting from before. Um, but we're the, the one week that threw things off, obviously she was sick. So she, we weren't even sure what the food consumption was because one, not all of it was staying in. <laughs> <laughs> And two, yeah. like even just eating that much food when you're sick. And that's the thing. These girls are like, oh, I wish I could eat 4,000 calories. And I'm like, no, there's not, there's not a girl who eats that. I, Cause I've worked with tons of them that have eaten over 4,000. I've had a few get to 5,000 and I've never had someone say to me, um, man, I really love eating all this food. Like five months later, <laughs> like yeah. it's always like, how do I continue eating this much food? Is there any tricks around it? It's never like a, oh, I love it. But I do have the, the 2,500 calorie girls, they're always like, oh yeah, this is fine. I'm full. I'm not eating too much. Like that's like, seems to be the sweet spot yeah. where like, you can have, you could have a cheat meal in there and it still doesn't affect you that much. The thing is when you're at 4,000 calories, a cheat meal really doesn't affect you that much. Cause you could have, you know, 2,500 free, uh, clean calories that day, all, you know, chicken and rice, and then one big meal. And you're like, you, it won't affect you at all. But if you're eating 2,500 as your max and do a 1500 calorie free meal, then that's like, it really adds up. So that's the one, the one benefit there, but yeah, but as far as, okay, going back into your soreness, your fullness, your recovery, how's everything going with that so far to give these people who might want to be doing this for a short period of time, some insight to it. 
I would say it's been going really good. But as you say, it's like I'm here just living this lifestyle of a of a bodybuilder. Um, so um, I prioritize very much my sleep uh, to actually get enough sleep to to go this hard. Uh, so I've been sleeping like I can easily sleep nine, ten hours uh, a night, wow. and I'm yeah. I'm. Yeah, I'm a good sleeper, if you can say I'm it like so that. Yeah. You guys are the yeah. like opposite. Are you guys even from the same planet? Like it's, it's like a anti-fisher, anti-sleeper. Yeah, I don't sleep that much. Unfortunately, I'm not a good sleeper like you are, even though I try so hard. And it's so funny because people will like DM me like, have you tried like melatonin? And it's like, no, I've never tried that. Like, believe me, I've tried it all. I'm just not a good sleeper. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm so. really, really thankful for my like sleeping gifts. Like I can sleep everywhere. <laughs> it is a gift. It, it, <laughs> it is a gift. Is really a gift. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So I've been prioritizing my sleep very much. Like now that I've been here, uh, we've been going for two weeks, um, and uh, like in regards to the soreness, I have been like quite sore to begin with. I think it was like I don't know if you can call it like a shocker, like shocking. For the body to begin with, to get into the routine of training twice a day. Like the first time, because usually when I have one workout a day, uh, I would train, I don't know, around noon, be finished at like two or three, and then like call it a day. And now when I did my first workout, I felt, okay, yeah, call it a day. No, actually I have to r r like rest for four hours and go again. So... Yeah. That was something that my mindset has had to get used to, to not like go into rest mode, but just rest and then go again. Uh, but yeah. I would say um, my body adapts really well to new stuff. Uh, and when I can work and plan everything around the workouts, it's been going great. Yeah. So this is a fun, this is a fun experiment for everyone, for you, for me. Yeah. Um, seeing the data, like, cause usually when I'll give a plan out, you're just, hoping it's executed the right way. But here it's like physically can see it, see it happening. I know you're in the perfect setting for it. So I know like if it's going to work, it's going to work in this setup. Your yeah. sleep, your eat, your everything. Workout partner, everyone's keeping each other accountable. Like we can see everything. And then once we see how it's really working for you and how it applies in the bikini world, um, then we can we can start using it for, for more people too. So it's really cool to see. And I think no matter what, we're gonna maximize optimal, we're gonna maximize muscle growth no matter what. So if, if anything, does it need to be pulled back a little to still optimize the same results, that type of thing. But um, but yeah, this is an older, old school bodybuilding approach that some guys have done um, and had great success with in the past. And this is just the kind of the bikini model of it. So um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's funny how things change with with like the more advanced the athlete gets. And you could, you're starting to see that in all sorts of, um, the wellness division really created a lot of that too for, for women to see how much volume and frequency they can handle. And a lot of, a, a lot of the girls in Brazil are really pushing stuff past what studies have shown, you know, they just naturally were already doing that. And we're like, wait a minute, you're training legs every day, six days a week. And they're like, yeah, but one day I train a little bit more front leg, one day a little more back dig leg. And then Glutes are pretty much every day. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're training? What are you doing? And how, how do you look? Like, wait a minute. Okay, so obviously half the country is training this way in Brazil, right? And they all look with these huge glutes and huge legs. And I'm like, okay, so obviously it's not hindering their muscle growth. Where's the limit? Like, where should we apply this to bikini? And so it's kind of cool to see uh, that that um, that frequency and, and, 
and what the abilities are, the more advanced the athlete becomes. I think it's, um, I think a lot of our listeners out there are curious because you didn't mention it. Um, cardio, what's it like? Are you doing it? Are you not doing it? Why? Why not? Give us the deets. Yeah. So actually I've not been doing quite a lot of cardio, like ever. Um, I was self-coached like up until my, like, yeah. And like now October and I've not been using cardio quite much as you know like i'm over a four thousand calorie eater so my metabolism is quite high as it is uh but we are doing three times 15 minutes like during the week on stairs actually just to keep the body like moving and going uh so that's nice so 15 minutes on stairs yeah not bad not bad no yeah so um i know it's like still too far in advance because you're, you know, you're going to be here for two months. But are there any specific shows like on the radar that you have your eye on? And are they in the USA or are they overseas or what? Uh, to be honest, I have put everything in Adam's hands. I so don't know. Adam, so tell Adam us. has to. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, when do you want her competing? I mean, it's a lot of it's going to depend on what she looks like at the end of this. But in an yeah. ideal world, what is her competition layout going to look like this year? Well, the good thing about her is that she's never going to, she's not the type of person who needs a lot of time to prep for a show because she mm-hmm. just, she does stay pretty lean and we're not letting her get soft. Like the whole purpose of her being out here isn't to do some dirty bulk and gain a bunch of body fat. It's to maximize muscle growth, but not go past the point where she still needs more than, you know, six weeks to prep for a show, eight weeks to prep for a show, because she's, that would be stupid of me to do that, right? It would be like, there's never, and it, just so you guys know too, in terms of bulking, like even if you're lean bulking, there's never been a gram of muscle gained more because a gram of fat was gained. Like those two don't correlate. So there's an optimal amount of muscle you can grow with calories, and then past that is just gaining body fat. So there's, it's not like the gaining body fat helps the muscle growth. The only reason you gain body fat is because you're trying to shoot for the most amount of calories you can consume without gaining body fat. And anything past that energy is energy storage, and that's body fat accumulation, right? So we're not we're trying to be smart and go right to that limit where she goes just maybe a little bit overshoot and gain a little bit of body fat because it's impossible to find the perfect target amount of calories. So we're not going to dirty bulk. We're not going to go like, oh, now she needs 20 weeks because we gained 30 pounds of body fat. So if you're out there and you're kind of like, oh, I, I was told to, I have to bulk and I have to gain fat to gain muscle. Like you don't need to gain fat to gain muscle. It's just a kind of a byproduct of trying to shoot for the most amount of calories you can eat of, of gaining muscle, right? And no one knows that true number. And you're always going to probably overshoot just a little bit because there's no way to know that for sure. And you want to meet those energy demands and optimize muscle growth in a scenario like this. But bulking, that's not a thing. That's that's honestly a thing just so people can give themselves the excuse of eating whatever they want and being soft in the off season and not really paying attention to it and being like, oh, I'm just bulking right now. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you're high in body fat. That's not bulking. <laughs> that's totally different, right? You have enough energy reserves where you don't need to be eating extra calories at that point. Your body will, t- will find a way to nourish itself and, and feed that muscle with how much body fat you have at a certain point, right? So anyway, that being said, um, I think that right now, if we were to say, okay, you need to do a show, you would need like two months, six weeks, two months to like really get her shredded for a show. Um, and so if her shoulder, and it's only just her shoulders, really, I think she needs a little bit more glute width, a little bit more shoulder width. Um, and then really she's there. I don't think she's far away from, from being competitive at a, at a American pro level, um, to be in that first call out on a regular basis. It's just, she needs a little more shoulder right now to, for that to be the case. So at the end of this, in the two-month period, will she have enough? Um, I think 
it's, I think it's 50, 50. And then if that's the case, then we would need, you know, the soonest we could do, it'd be like eight weeks from there, I think mm-hmm. would be the, the realistic scenario. And then we start looking at shows, but I mean, with this, this year's Olympia qualifications, uh, like ability, the, the shows or the availability, it's not the windows a lot shorter because it's happening. Like the window gets cut off really quickly compared to last year, which was 14 months long. The window this year, I think, what do we have? Nine, is it nine months total or 10 months total time frame? So it just got cut. Mm-hmm. It got cut shorter because of that. So, um, yeah, it's something we're gonna have to definitely talk about at the end of this, where she's at, you know, um, but hopefully really quickly after that, hopefully within, hopefully the first show we look at, cause you're done in March, be like, you start looking at shows in like May or June. That'd and just great. go on maybe like, a. are you coming back she's to the USA and just going on a run of shows or? That was the plan. That's the plan. Yeah, okay. Like later on. Right. Uh, it could always change obviously, but I was just trying to pick your your mind a bit yeah I, I don't know if you know this adam but i met her in uh, spain when we did the with alicante yeah. pro yeah, yeah i did that's when we we uh we were we were talking before then yeah. and then we ended up training like right then after that yeah, yeah so yeah. it was it was nice to meet her she i thought she was a lovely mm. girl and uh yeah we Aww. were chatting backstage it was a long long uh wait backstage that wasn't my <laughs> favorite show I, I, it was a little bit uh unorganized <laughs> but uh you know it was it was nice to meet you there and i i put in some good words for you you know what i'm saying oh, uh, but thanks. i thought you were very very sweet so and you had an awesome physique as well so yeah, oh, sh- thank you so much structurally please. and insertion wise like she has all that pop you know she's got the structure she's got the insertions everything's there the muscle bellies are round and full it just needs more overall just more overall fullness for her to be complete you know so yeah it's a struggle out there in these bikini streets he's full he's <laughs> The fullness of these bikini streets, man. It's oh, rough gosh. out there. Yeah, it's rough <laughs> for me too. <laughs> That's uh, I guess, you know, uh we kind of have the same goals and same things are trying to work on, I guess, but going about it two different ways, you know. I'm I compete a lot, so I can't really sacrifice taking that much time off and doing it, but you know, it'll be interesting to see how much you grow. Yeah. I might be inspired to do the same. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> it's cool to see like two different approaches too, because obviously you being, you know, like humbly saying you being number three in the world you're very close to how much muscle you need to to get to the next the next placing right you're very close is there it wouldn't make a lot of sense for you to take you know four or five months off and totally recomp your whole body like it would probably hurt you to change your body too much at this point than to change it a little bit right yeah and that seems to be the case once you're getting those high placings like when you go through a big change people tend to go lower not higher right in placing so for you it's like micro change and then for for you it's like no we need to get you in that group first yeah it's like a totally different approach like no we need a big change we need to get you in that group and then we start doing the micro changes so it's cool to see like two different approaches and um i mean two different really two completely different people you know, in terms of fish eater fish sponsored sleeper <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like to, to and she eats probably wait over twice as many calories over twice as, me. as many wow yeah, yeah. so and are Double. are are we like the same height five foot five inches i know you have a different metric system yeah so we use like centimeters but i think are I, we the same height adam uh what is that arthur's doing the math what's the centimeters on i am like 166.6 and how much do you do you weigh it not, that's another are you in stones like or uh, we use yeah kilograms oh. too. Uh, so but you said sure. you're 125 is that what you said adam what yeah she's oh five. sure so you're my height five, five foot five inches and you said i think adam said 125 pounds or were you just estimating uh, i think i was just estimating off the top of my head what was the kilograms right now so right now i am like 59 kilograms so 2.2 59 times 2.2 so 
Yeah, there you go. Okay. So, yeah. So you're but about yeah. 10 pounds heavier than me, but you're off se- You're deep into off season yeah. and I'm like yeah. about to compete Yeah, yeah. as <laughs> always. What am I, when am I not about to compete? That's the question. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like 120 right now. Yeah. So, and the difference too, in the off season, she's a hundred percent full. And even though Ashley is full right now, she's still probably not a hundred percent full, even from probably the Olympia, even with the eating all that food, it takes a while to like fill up all your glycogen stores and overeat and all that to mm-hmm. get there. And it's just we're not going to probably have that availability for a while probably because it's just because the shows are, are always kind of com- somewhat near. So yeah, it takes, it takes a little while to get that. That's why I think like when you look at, um, I mean, I don't know what his plans were, but like when you look at Nick Walker jumping into the Arnold, like it looks like he just jumped in last week. I'm thinking he's going to be very similar to like, he's going to be very full going into the, going into the, uh, the Arnold because I, if his intentions weren't to do the Arnold, and his intentions were to go into off season. He probably did fill out 100% at this point. So he's going to, I don't think he's going to be able to knock his fullness all the way down in this time frame for how muscular that guy is to, to come in. So he's going to be, I think, fuller and a little bit bigger. And it's going to maybe be a better look. Who knows? So it's kind of cool to it see. It will like, be interesting. Yeah, unless he's been planning it the whole time. We're just waiting to get that prize money jumped up, which would have been super smart if he did. <laughs> like, <laughs> hats off to him if that was the case because it worked. But um, no, I, I, so I'm thinking, I'm, I'm really curious on how that one's going to go because I've never seen such a big guy jump into a show in that time frame thinking he was going to be in off season. It's right. kind of a cool thing. Like just kidding. Now we got to start cardio again. <laughs> I mean, he's like 260. Like how long does it take to deplete a body like that? You know, like pure muscle mass. I don't know if six weeks is enough time to really to go through all that, you know? So I think yeah. he's going to be fuller and, and we might even see a freakier one, which I'm actually really excited about because it's like, that's like the experiment part of it, right? The experiment yeah. part of it's fun to see all these scenarios. Yeah. That's, like you say, every prep is different. Yeah. You know, it's, it certainly is. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like, there's no true recipe. You just got to play it by ear. I used to go off recipes and like try to go off recipes and it was fine at like, like at the amateur level, NPC level, you'd, you know, you'd come up with like a peak week and you're like, oh yeah, you know, and you're like, this peak week worked for her. Well, let's do it again. And I was like a local level hero, you know, like smashing Colorado. But then you like get to the upper level and you start seeing the differences and bikini girls started getting leaner and harder and more full. And then you're like, now it's like, dang it, every single day is different. <laughs> like every single day, this peak week is different. There's no recipe ever. So it's kind of cool to, it keeps you evolving, like how you guys got to evolve as a as a uh, athlete. I got to evolve as a coach too. But it's um, it's fun because I used to think that way. I was like, oh, well, once I find that this works for someone, it'll just work that way all the time. And now it's mm-hmm. like, nope, Ashley's like going into a show with no cardio. Oh, Ashley's going into a show with 45 minutes of cardio. Oh, Ashley's <laughs> doing carb reloads, 200 it's, carbs a day before the show. Oh, yeah. Ashley hasn't seen a carb for two weeks. <laughs> like what's oh, going gosh. on? We never know. You never know. It's like a week by week thing you have to evaluate because it's not always going to work like that, you know? And even this off season, Adam is like, this is a different off season than what we're used to. Usually, I don't know how to explain it. I'm I'm at at the point right now, I'm like, it's... uh, I know you say the set point theory isn't true, but I feel like I'm disproving it in a way because I feel like it's like I'm not really budging much. I didn't budge much from after the show and I'm eating yeah. a lot more. I don't know. It's it's not a real know. thing. It's, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense on paper, but there's so many things that don't make sense. Yeah. Like, and there's a lot of factors that are into consideration I mean, too. So. When, when, I mean, a few years back, like, I mean, we're talking like 10 years back, Ben Pekulski was like testing this theory and trying to stay around 6% body fat he seemed to be somewhat successful at it. Right. And so the problem is you're never going to get like a mass, like find a mass group of Ashley's and Ben Pekulski's in the world to do a hundred person study. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not going to happen. So some things are just going to be come off. You know, what's funny is I find that meathead science, right. We call it like meathead science. Like oftentimes is so ahead of the 
so ahead of the science science because they don't have the data to pull from that like 10 years down the road, they were like, oh yeah, they're right. And I'm like, I should have paid attention to that. So as I got like older and, and done this more and more, I used to be just science, just science. And then I started seeing this happen over and over again, where like the meathead science, like the bro science would be right. And I was like, dude, these guys figure it out. Like they, they figure it out and it might seem stupid, but I'm always like, okay, let's look at this objectively. Like <laughs> who did what and what happened? And then I'm like, okay, well, I mean, can't argue with the results, right? Just like the Brazilian girls are like, can't argue with the Brazilian girls having way bigger legs and booties, you know, over there than, than we have over here. And that's why wellness got created basically over there. And then now they're, what are they doing? Okay. They're training this way. Okay. So that's obviously working on paper with our studies. It shouldn't work. Right. But I mean, I can see them, <laughs> right. Something's working. So it's like, okay, where can I find that ground, the middle ground where I can make sense of this. And I think that's the funnest, that's the funnest part of, of bodybuilding mm -hmm. for me, especially as like coaching. Cause like I was telling Arthur the other day, like if I didn't love this stuff and it was like the stress, cause it's, it's stressful to do this sometimes, but the, the, the fun of it is so much greater. Like the, the learning of it. Cause I was like, you know, if I wanted to, I'd just buy an apartment complex and have 20 units and just live off that for the rest of my life. And I'd be totally fine. And I can do that next week, you know, no problem. But the, the, the fun of this and like what it gives you and like the, the, especially you guys being the athletes and like getting to try new things and try new approaches and see how far you can push it. And it's just so fun and rewarding. You know, mm -hmm. I, I love it so much. Yeah. I'm sorry. I caused you so much stress, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> no, believe me, if it, was, if it was too much stress, I'd be done. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm a major contributor to your overall stress No, because I compete so often. That's why it's, it's fun. Actually, it's so <laughs> it's fun, fun, but it's it is stressful. I even get stressed out too. My only time I'm stressed with you is when, we're not ahead when yeah. we're, when we're on pace and your body is usually, cause your body usually responds. But when you get like a week behind and it's like a big show, then I'm like, I hope it doesn't, <laughs> I hope it doesn't just, cause if we're like a week behind, we need to catch up. Right. Got to pray to the glue gods at yeah, that point. <laughs> I'm like her body better respond. It like, there's a very few times where it needs to respond. Usually we're yeah. like, Oh, if it doesn't respond this week or responds, okay, no big deal. But if it's like four weeks out from the Olympia and I'm trying not to like let you stress because I know you're like five days behind on my time schedule. And I'm like, shit now she she looks like nine days behind like, <laughs> I, like her body better respond this week yeah. like i was and i see your check-in come in and it your check-in has like a blue flag on it and i'm like, <sighs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, like i'm like shaking to open it oh like, my gosh <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> those it's very rare it's like twice a year where yeah. it's like that yeah it's like those they're they're out there though or like um where I'll try something on peak week. It was fun when you try things on peak week as like a coach when you, when, and it works, but it's like, it was super risky. And you're like, okay, I'm just going to load this girl. She's flat. I'm just going to load her with like 400 carbs. Let's just see what happens. And it works. You're like, yes. <laughs> like, but when you say 400 and you're like doing it with confidence, cause you think it should work, but you know, in the back of your head, it could go miserably, right? It could go terribly that it works. But those are those stressful moments. Cause you're waiting like a whole, like you know, you're waiting like four days for that response. And mm -hmm. you're like, okay, she's holding water now, but is it going to go away? Okay. It's going to go away. <laughs> Those ones are stressful too. Yeah. So it's not just you. I, do, I take some risks too. Mm -hmm. I've always liked, I, I, you're the same way as me though. You'll, you're, you're down to like take a risk, you know? Hesitantly. Yes. I will probably, <laughs> I give you pushback sometimes yeah. like, no, Adam, too much carbs. I can't. Oh my God. I'm going to, I'm going to spill. I, I'm afraid of carbs, you know, you are only, I'm only afraid of carbs. Like during like close to a show, like in the off season or 
I don't even call it an off season. What's an off season? For <laughs> yeah. But when I'm not close to a show, I don't mind carbs. But when we're in that like two week out and we're getting, car- I, I call them the devil's macro for a reason yeah. because they can make or break you. You can look a lot better, but if you spill, then you look like you're two months out, <laughs> not two days <laughs> out. So they scare me sometimes. And sometimes I push back and yeah. be like, Adam, I don't know. That makes me nervous. She has, you ever guys ever see those like, movies where there's like a devil and an angel on one shoulder hers is <laughs> hers is like a rice with like a little pitchfork on one. and then there's like an angel rice and it's like just just it'll be fine ashley let's just you just love me and eat me and the, oh devil, the devil's like don't do it ashley i'm gonna make you fat <laughs> and, and, oh. and so and then we get the email i don't know adam i don't i don't know i feel pretty full yeah you know as an athlete though like i i need to listen to you and i know you're the expert and and it's also I have to also take a step back sometimes I realize I have competitor goggles which means like if if for those of you that don't know what I'm referencing like when you're getting close to a show you're hypercritical of yourself you'll be like one hour you'll be like yeah I'm ready I look good and the next hour you're like no wait no I'm a little soft right now and then you wake (laughs) up and you're like no I'm too lean I'm way too lean today and then and then the next day you're like no I'm too soft so you just like play mind games with yourself basically so I do get the competitor goggles as most people do and they like hyper analyze themselves even though they probably look the same um (laughs) but I will do that and then that gets in my head sometimes so I I often second guess myself to you so it's it's important to have like another set of eyes to kind of talk me down like no Ashley you're where you need to be um or you're not where you need to be so you know that's why having coach is great bikini's tough with that too because it's it's so easy to overshoot and under like Mm -hmm. it's the margin is so it's so slight, you know, Yes. it sucks. Cause in, in bodybuilding, it's like, if you think you like, if I'm a coach and I think you might be a little soft in bodybuilding, I'm like, whatever, just get him leaner, get her leaner. Who cares? Right. It's, Cause it's not like they're going to be like, Oh yeah, man, he was way too lean. Yeah. On that bodybuilding that's, stage. that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're, lean. but if you're like a coach for bikini and you're, and, and you have Ashley and you think she's too lean, you better be sure you're right because you're going to have to soften her up and that as soon as you go to that point of softening someone up, that is all on you. That is all on the coach's eyes, right? And that's where it becomes, things become like real, you need to be really confident. And that's something I, I used to struggle with where I would be like, okay, am I, do I really think she's too lean and I need to soften her up? Because if I need to soften her up or tell, tell Anya she's too muscular, I need to pull her back from her workouts. Like you better be damn sure you're right <laughs> because that's on you now. You know, if you didn't get lean enough, that's kind of on both of you, right? It's like the metabolism didn't work. Like, you know, your things were harder this prep. Maybe you didn't give it all your intensity, whatever. But it, so it's kind of on both. But when you soften someone up, you're like, that's all on you. <laughs> you better be right. So especially like you're going into your, you probably, here's the thing about gaining because you're in a bulking phase right now. We don't use that word. Oh, yeah. You're the in a B word. <laughs> what is that? The B word. You, uh, Arthur, you got it. <laughs> You got to censor. You got to censor that in the post production. We do not say the b word. We need a coin jar in here. Let's get a coin jar for bulking. For bulking, and uh, and beep. Yeah, yeah. So. Where I'm surprised you don't have the censor sound effect. We need to install know, the censor the, sound effect. That could, that could so that. whenever you say the b word, the b I just word. Was beep. Yes. Your your we call it main gaining main gaining right Le- yeah. maintaining your body fat gaining muscle. I like that. Yeah. Right. And so shout out what Greg you said on that it's one. Right. Clever. Yeah. He's, I like that. You know, he, whatever you say about his, because some guys hate his like voice when he's in the podcast. Some guys love it. I oh, like, I, like the guy. Him. I like him, but he does come up with some good stuff, you know, harder than last time. Zeto, <laughs> like he's got some good, I'll give it to him. <laughs> Greg, you're doing a good job. But, um, with you going into your, your main gaining, right. You probably feel softer 
all the time. Because whenever you're full of food, you always naturally just feel like you just feel fatter whenever you're full of food. Like whenever I was, even when I was gaining strategically and I'm just full of 4,000 calories, like I just feel like my waist is wide and I feel bigger and I just don't feel good. So I don't know if yeah. you're feel, feeling similar at that too. or I do, I do. And to be honest, the past couple of days like uh, have been mm, like quite of a mind battle because uh, I know it's good for me and it's where I have to be. But it, I don't know, when the eyes have seen the stage presence and the stage lean, they, the eyes just like it somehow yeah. so it has been a bit of a struggle i would say the time like my stomach is quite full the whole time so my waistline is wider and like when i just stand it is wider um but i know it's where i have to be yeah. so yeah so ashley says she likes being like stealth like she i like, like to be lean <laughs> i love yeah. you know some people hate being like stage lean and i know all Almost every guy will say, oh, I like you better softer. I like you better off season. But I'm saying from my standpoint, I love being stage lean. And here's why. I feel like when I am like stage lean, it feels like I'm just like walking on air. I'm yes. gliding through the room effortlessly. Like my thighs are not touching. I'm light. I'm fast. I'm stealth. I'm aerodynamic. I can jump higher. I can run longer. I'm faster. And I like that. And I don't have to suck in you know, as much. Yeah. <laughs> I, if I, you wear, I, I like clothing, like how it fits me when I'm stage lean to you. Like, I'm not afraid to be stage lean all year yeah. round. Well, I shouldn't say that. I, I prefer to be the look of stage lean all year round. Some people don't. Yeah, I think that's yeah. that's that's good too. For I mean, it's good and it's bad to like bring that up. But the guys will say, you guys will like yeah, you. Yeah, it's true it. that I get it. It is true. Yeah. I mean, honestly, girls would say the same though. Would they? I think so. Like if I saw- I didn't know that. Well, listen- I think most girls would, if they, if we're looking at bodybuilders and they're like all crazy vascular lean, I bet you most would be like, oh, I prefer you when you're a little, little softer rather huh. than this crazy, like buff dude. Like, but I mean, if it's men's physique, maybe not so much cause it's not that crazy, but yeah. I would say bodybuilders probably, you know, I like you better when you're like two months out, but <laughs> it's not, you know, not as big of a deal from a, a girl saying that than, than yeah. the other way around. I think. 99% of guys will be like, I like my girl better in off season. Yeah. yeah you know, one I, fall, of those. I fall into that category too. Yeah. <laughs> Shame on you. Shame on you, I fall Adam. Into the category. You're, you're, you're <laughs> discouraging getting lean. I think it's, there's a double-edged sword, right? Cause one, one, who cares what the guy's opinion is? Do you, do what you want in your own body. Right. But, but two, at least the girls like, no, you don't have that pressure to always have to be that lean guys actually like prefer a little softer. So there's, there's both sides of <laughs> yeah, that. There's both sides of it. So I, I just like that you mentioned that because it's one of those topics that I'm going to dodge. Cause I'm going to, there's never going to be a win for me as a guy having my opinion, but, <laughs> but, but, but it is good for women to hear that from, you know, coming from you. She said it, not me. Is it good for you? I gotta walk. You gotta dance on eggshells around that one, Arthur. I've learned that lesson. Oh, that, you know, yeah. These days, hot you know. Hot take, hot take. Yeah, because what'll come up is, oh, Adam makes her say, because whatever, his his wife stay lean, you know. That's no. Be one of those you know, it's Actually, all by you choice. you know how it is these days. I do. Everybody will <laughs> so sensitive, spin right? it like how they want. You can take any clip and make it into but, however narrative you want. Yeah. yeah. But I do yeah. like it. Yeah, it's so for girls who feel like that pressure of like looking like whoever stage lean because you think it makes you more attractive generally guys do like a little bit softer like that yeah that yeah i think that. it's you know pri probably biological too you know yeah you're probably right huh yeah we're we're all such just like prehistoric 
like animals at at a certain point, right? It always comes back down to that. (laughs) So anyway, this this is fun how our topics, how our podcasts like just mutate into whatever (laughs) whatever topic. So, all right, in summary, we got to fill this, uh, kind of go into your experiment. So, so far, obviously we haven't had the best week. Um, yeah. but in the, the first, the first couple of weeks you've had, what have been your overall thoughts of everything in terms of your gaining? Like, what have you seen visually on your body, your weight, all those things? Like, how are you feeling on how that's going? So people can have kind of a, kind of a, a realistic expectation. Um, it does suck that you had that really bad week though too, but you did still make some good progress. So what, how's that been so far? Yeah. Like if all the way from the start. Yeah. Well from, no, from since you being in Vegas. Ah, since being in Vegas. Um, yeah. So yeah, I had the digestion issue for like, I don't know, a week, but now it's getting better. But, um, since I came here, the, yeah, the volume has been, a lot higher, obviously, uh, but my volume was quite high when I was back home too. Like before we started working together in October, I was uh, self-coached uh, and I thought I was doing, you know, quite a, um, a big amount of volume. Uh, but we, when we started working together, the volume went like way higher um, and kind of a, like a different working approach. Um, but, you know, I was totally ready to just put my process in your hands and just, you know, there's a lot of ways to roam, as as we say back home. So I just trusted the process and I started seeing results pretty fast. Uh, like, as you say in the beginning, I kind of lost a little bit of weight because we had to find out where my maintenance were. Yeah. Uh, so since we started working together, we've been increasing calories almost every week, I think, except twice or something uh so i have been seeing a lot of um uh process in yeah i think like the shoulders and especially like the glutes because the glute volume has been quite high uh and since i came here the weight has been uh going up a bit which might be because of the digestion issue too but we will see uh for tomorrow's check-in um but i do see well, I don't know if it's possible to say that I do see something already now in like two weeks or if it's like placebo, like that I know we're working a lot and working yeah. hard. Um, <clears throat> um, but it, I do, I think it's like the glutes are, um, I I would say I I kind of see some kind of progress. Yeah. Yeah. Probably fuller and more dense. The only hard part of it is that you also will have, because you're doing so much volume, you're going to get some more inflammation built up and you're going to get some natural water retention around the muscle too. So it's hard to fully, I guess, fully say. Yeah. But I guess for people who are watching this, we're going to do um, kind of a before and after the two months too. So we're going to do some measurements and we have a, we have a starting point of the measurements and now we're going to do the after point. Um, So I guess stay tuned for that in the, uh, in I guess six weeks, seven weeks timeframe. Yeah. Um, from now, because you're you're leaving when? I actually have to buy my ticket. Oh, okay. So like, <laughs> I know it's around March. I just at came some here point. and yeah. yeah, and then figure it out. Yeah. So. And so, um, are you going to go to the Arnold too? Are you going to the Arnold or no? Oh, I don't know. I would love to though. Is it uh, on the way uh, home? It's uh, probably because it's on, on the, the east coast. I would assume oh. it is. It's on the East Coast. So Ashley's thinking maybe you oh, book a ticket. To like, yeah, you, if you wanted to, you can make that your last. It, it's nice to break up a really long trip, in my yeah. opinion. So if you, yeah. it's like on the East Coast. So if you're heading east that way, then it would make sense. Because 
going to Europe, you always go east. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. I've never been to like such a big show. Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah, that's a, it's a fun. Yeah. One. I actually like I like the Arnold a lot. It's fun. I got my I got my my little Arnold routine down. I know all my spots. I know <laughs> like where to walk, <laughs> and I know like I just it's kind of cool to, to be there. And uh, and you know Phoebe's going to be coming in probably I don't know sometime between. She hasn't given me a final date yet between one and like three weeks before the Arnold, I think. And she'll be staying at the house too with you guys. So, Oh, it, cool. Yeah, so she'll be there. I didn't know that. I love yeah, that. Yeah, she's going to give me a, I don't know the final date, but I know she's coming a little bit early. She's going to use up all her, her her days. She only has six months she can stay in the U.S. And she like lives at that house. Like she lives there more than me, that's for sure. It's <laughs> so, good use. Yeah, no, it's great. good use. I'm, uh, we're going to have the meeting with the contractor again tomorrow to hopefully figure out this remodel thing so we can do the, the prep house thing. But we're taking advantage. I think we're doing kind of a mini prep house, which is cool. So, um, anyway, with that, I guess any, any last questions you have for her, Ashley, before we, uh, head out of here on this podcast? I don't have any right now. She was a great guest. Thank you yeah. for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. Like, to be honest, um, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm just so thankful, I guess. I love for, it. Like for being here, like, you know, cause I've been watching you guys like since the beginning, like since the, you know, potato stuff and, and everything that you've been <laughs> talking <potato> about. <laughs> so it's been really cool to see. <laughs> that was just me being cheap. It's really what it was. Like I had the money since then, you know, but like, about, like what was I, why didn't you just tell me to stop being cheap, Ashley? You're like, like that's I so. Know. I, I, I think I tried to like mention Just a few tell times, me how like, it is. You're like, you my, you're like, you know what I mean? We've been, we're like family. Actual, you just tell me how to be being a cheap well, buy a nice camera. The actual <laughs> first episode we've ever had, I booked someone like an Arthur, not Arthur, but someone like him to set it I up nicely and get the the audio correct. That was the first one. So I got to say, I did my part. You did do your part. You showed me what it was like. You and know. I, I should have just done it from episode two. That's so bad. Anyway, sorry it's for okay. your ears about those earlier episodes. <laughs> Good content Ash, in not Ashley's, it was, not yeah. Ashley's fault. That was me being cheap. <laughs> <laughs> After like a hundred, I was like, I think we're going to stick with this. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> no, I learned so much. And uh, like looking back, if, if I would have known that I would sit here like a few years later, I would not have believed it for like a second. So, so this opportunity is just so crazy. And Yeah. I love that you are grateful and you're very appreciative. Like, you know what I mean? You know, never take it for granted because it's kind of cool. Like, it's almost like, I don't necessarily believe it, but you know how some people be like, you you, you think it into existence or you speak it into existence is kind of like what you yes. did. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, really. So um, I'm trying to like be this, because um, I, I guess there is some like probably a lot of other girls like living out there and having the same dream, like the Olympia dream and the bikini dream as I do, as I've had for several years. And I really want to show too that like how it's possible and that it is actually possible. Um, Cause you know, it's a long process and I would never have believed it for three years ago that I would actually sit here. So yeah. Do all the crazy things. Yeah. Yes. Crazy things. I think it's important for people to realize too, that it, it took you time. You know, you said you've been competing since 2000, what? Yes. Actually since 2016. Yeah. So I think people need to understand that part of it. And it's, and it's, it's weird because our sport is so different in terms of like professional sports. Cause if you look at professional sports and you look at like NHL or NBA, like I grew up playing with like 
two of the guys on my hockey team became NHL guys. So it's a good example. When I was um, you know, 12 years old and I played at a really high level of, of hockey, uh, Team USA, everything. And so when I was playing with these guys, like we, we all start super, super young. You start like 10 years old, eight years old, like some younger. And then the two guys that went pro on the team, um, Gabe Gauthier and Ryan Holwig, right? The Kings and Rangers they went to. They, at, at 13 years old, their family like didn't even see them for like months on end. They like would send them to camps overseas and like they would go to this special hockey school and it was like so extreme. And like, I, I didn't do that. I didn't have the money to do that. And it was like, they were like groomed to be perfect hockey players. And they got to the NHL and they were like, okay, hockey players. They were like, they're no Wayne Gretzky's or anything, but their whole life was dedicated to it, right? So when you see something like that as a as an athlete, you're like, man, it takes so much to be a pro and they're so unreachable to like even kind of see. But if you're if you're a bikini pro, you think you're like, oh, I just see that bikini pro working out at my gym. I can do that, right? And it's, so it's, it's different because the access is different. Like you don't see Gabe or Ryan like at the gym and they're like, oh yeah, I started playing hockey three years ago. And they, <laughs> they, don't, they don't, you don't realize like, it's still professional sports. It's still going to take everything from you. It's still going to take a lot of time to get there. Just because you see that girl at your gym who did it in a few years doesn't mean that you have the genetics to do it that quickly. And it might take you, what are we at now? Seven years for you? Yeah, I started working out at the, like regularly at the gym. Like even before I w- I've been an athlete my whole years, uh, my whole life. So, and I started going to the gym regularly uh, in 2014. So that's... Yes. What is that? Nine years. Nine yeah. years. So wow. just just yeah. so you guys know, like <laughs> take that into account. These are professional sports. Might maybe you don't need to do something as extreme as the uh, the Ryan and Gabe thing where they went away. But you kind of are doing it, right? Yeah. You kind of are doing exactly <laughs> what we talked about. And um, it does take you know it takes more from you, and you have to be understanding that you know you be, you better be willing to give that if that's the result you want. And that's the problem that we run into. I think in our sport is that. Mm-hmm. People want it right away. Yeah. It's like their first year of training and then they're like, yeah, I want my pro card this year. And I'm like, "Eh, well, it's uh, (laughs) unlikely. Yeah. Uh, It's not, I'm not saying it's impossible, but that's not the route that 99.999% of people go. It's not like that. You know, it's rare. Yeah. Very rare. It's so, so just take that into account. I think that's a good lesson for people to learn too. Like you got to keep going for it. You might be at year three and not doing so great. And maybe you're just getting on the national stages at year three and you're like, oh, but my friend, whoever, or like example would be like Anya. She got her pro card like a year and a half after competing. Genetic, you know, genetically, she just put on a lot of muscle really quickly. Most people don't do that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's very. Um, it t- you have to just listen to her story, understand it's going to take some time. Um, you know, genetically, metabolism wise, she's totally gifted. Uh, muscle insertion wise, totally gifted in terms of building muscle. Though she's pretty average, I would say. I would mm-hmm. say you're pretty average at building muscle. Ashley, same thing. Ashley's pretty average at building muscle. Um, so structurally, all that, yeah, genetically, we can go into that stuff. But you know, most people are average builders. It's going to take years. So I'm, I'm really glad that you at least talk about that too. Yeah. Um, because it is an important thing for people to understand. Like you might be getting frustrated right now. It might be, you might be at year five and you're like, I'm never going to get this and just understand like most people don't get it at, at year five. Like it takes a while, you know, especially with today's standards of bikini, they're leaner, more muscular, more balanced than ever. So yeah. Mm. So just to, you know, take your time, but remember just always give it your all because you're not going to get there ever if you don't give it your all. You do have to give it your all. And I think that's something that you could be a testament to too. Is for sure, you, for you're, sure. Yeah. You're super dedicated on your, you never have off plans. You're never off your plan. I don't no. think you've ever given me one check-in except for you being sick where you've been off your plan. No, so. yeah. And and no, I'm very like self-disciplined and I think I've always been, but it's, it's also something that you like learn and grow in. Like cheating on my diet would be 
that would be so weird for me. Like, yeah. no, I've never. Um, and I, I think it just had to become like a lifestyle. And, and as you say, actually, to like uh, speak it into, what did you say? Speak, speak it into existence? Yeah, speak it into existence. Yeah, like before I earned the pro card, I had to like set my mindset to, like this was something I heard Celeste talk about too. Like, but well, how does that pro athlete actually live? Like how does Ashley actually live her life? So it was, it had to become like my lifestyle. So now when people ask me, oh, well, when do you have like time off? When are you going to have time off? And like time off from what? Like yeah. this is my life. It's uh, It's not something that I have to like, I don't take off from my life. Um, and that's what needed to happen, I think, before I took that step. And I'm not even close yet to, like, to yeah. being where I want there's to a, be. There's a saying in boxing that goes, you got to be the champ before you can beat the champ. Yeah, I love and that. I, I think that that is something that exactly applies to our sport, too. Yeah. And is you got you to gotta act like a pro before you're a pro, you know. And that, that's the reality. The only way you're going to get to that pro level is when you are acting like you're already there. And you're treating every single day like it is. You got to be the champ before you beat the champ. You got to act like a pro before you are a pro. And that's your every single day thing. You can't just all of a sudden start acting like a pro after you're a pro because you're never going to get that pro card. Mm -hmm. Like once I'm a pro, then I'm going to be dedicated. <laughs> then I'm going to do my proper supplementation and eating and workouts. But until then, no big deal. I'm like, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good luck on that <laughs> national stage when, when 50 other girls have been living and bleeding and sweating and doing everything they can and sacrificing good luck with your 90%, you know, cause people think 90% is enough. And I'm like, 90% will never give you 90% of the results. 100% will give you 100% of the results. Anything less than that, it's a far margin below. 90% will probably give you 30% of the results. It's not like 90 gives you 90. And that's the funny thing mm -hmm. I get from people too that want to go pro. They're like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good, but, uh, but you know, during the, during the summer, um, you know, I work out when I can, I don't give as much, you know, I'm like four days a week. And then I just kind of, you know, I, I macro track here and there and I kind of eyeball and I'm like, good luck, dude. Good luck. Cause this is professional <laughs> sports. It's, I don't care what level it is. And if, and if, you happen to see pros at your gym and it seems super accessible. It's professional sports. And we're talking about at the highest levels, there are millions of dollars at stakes. There's contracts, there's supplement sponsors, there's total lifestyle changes. You can travel the world for free. There's a whole bunch at, 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 at for grabs here and people are going to sacrifice for that. And if you're not willing to do that, then good luck because there's too many people out there that are, you know? So anyway, I guess that's my motivational slap. Yes. <laughs> and before we uh, end the podcast, um, where can they find you online if they want to follow your, uh, your main gaining journey? Main gaining journey. Yeah, sure. I am trying to get better at, you know, creating content and stuff. Uh, I really want to grow like my YouTube channel as well and show how this dream of bodybuilding is like living in, in Vegas and just living the dream. And now that I've said it out loud, I really have to like do it. <laughs> uh, but I'm most active on Instagram and that would be Elizabeth, like Elizabeth with actually with an S and without H. So Elizabeth, um, Vank, like V-A-N-G, underscore IFBB Pro, of course. That was the first thing I did when I became a pro. <laughs> Standard. <laughs> Has, you have to. <laughs> the same night. Uh, so, yeah, that's where I'm most active and trying to show. Like, um, I have been asking what people want to see, and it's mostly 
of course, the workouts when it's twice a day workouts and the food. A lot of people want to see the food, and I get that it's quite a lot of food. So yeah, I think that's the funniest. The funniest thing when someone gets a high calorie person, they like want to see the food, or any person they want to see the food. I'm <laughs> like, what does it matter? You like I, that's the one thing I don't yeah, get. I know, I'm with you. They're like, like, what like, are your macros? It's like I don't know. You do the math. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's like it doesn't. Well, it just doesn't. It doesn't translate I, to I you. I could follow your plan. I could follow your YouTube. Watch your daily eating. Yeah. I could follow her YouTube and be her daily eating. It's besides it being fish, it's the same like proteins <laughs> per meal and it's just more volume. It's like, it still doesn't apply to you. So I just don't get yeah. that one, but whatever. Yeah. Each his own. Yeah. <laughs> so. I guess it's just like interesting to see the lifestyle. Yeah. And, and I did it too. When I was a bodybuilder, I did the same thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I guess also how we like prep the food. Cause I am a really easy prep food. Like I, I only use salt on my food. Like nothing else oh like, man yeah, actually yeah, Ashley's like salt and fish like, do you like <laughs> boil your meat too <laughs> gross Ashley's not coming over for dinner for no, sure I put, I put all the seasonings on mine and all the condiments and yeah. and uh it's very tasty I even put stevia on yeah. all my meals even if it's chicken and broccoli I'll put yeah. stevia Ashley's coming over for dinner you just need stevia mustard water flavoring and like seven different sugar-free <laughs> options and she'll pick one of them. She'll be totally happy. I'll probably mix them all. You could use, but with Ashley, mix the good thing all. is, with Ashley, you could use the cheapest meat you could find. It doesn't matter. Yeah. As long as it's lean and they give her the condiments and she's the happiest camper. Like, you, she'd rather go there than like a Barry Steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, I want to look the plate. <laughs> so, like, I want to look the plate without judgment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, know? I know how you feel. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just want to be I, casual. That's why I don't go to like freaking what, like Equinox and stuff. It's like, not my vibe. I want to yeah. be like, I'll go Planet Fitness, like looking like a homeless person walking in <laughs> doing my cardio. I don't care, you know? <laughs> so anyway, well, thank you very much. We'll be hearing more from you before this is done, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, thanks for being here. And I guess, guys, tune into her channels for, for more updates and whatnot. And thanks for tuning in. And we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.